0: live from Victoria University Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia. You are listening to VSC Live on Brimbank Live. Welcome everyone, live from Victoria University Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to VSC Live on Brimbank Live. My name is Layla, and my co-hosts today are Christian and AJL. Our special guest today is the music leader Miranda Orford. Hi, Miranda. Welcome Hi to Hi,
1: everyone. How are we? Yeah,
0: Amazing. Good. Amazing. <laughs> How was
1: your day today? Yeah, it's been great. It's been mm. awesome to see everyone here and, and um, recording and, and doing the thing. I was a little bit worried uh, putting it together, but um, I think it's turned out like as a as a brilliant day, so I'm really happy
0: we did it. I think in the end, we'll all be yeah. grateful for this uh, opportunity oh, you've glad. given us. <laughs> Thank so um, to start off, uh, when did you discover your interest in music as the music leader?
1: Yeah, no worries. So um, I started violin when I was four. Um, I actually wanted to play it since I was – when I was three years old. So my parents uh, didn't know if it was just, quote, just a phase or if it was, you know, an ongoing thing. And here we are quite a few years later still playing and and still singing. So, yeah, so around uh, age three I saw uh, some people playing violin. I thought it was a really cool instrument. Um, And I picked it up, yeah, started lessons at, at four um, with the tiniest violin it's about probably a, uh, less than a subway sandwich they so probably less than 12 inches long um and it's uh, the tiniest little instrument and I, my parents actually still have it at their
0: house wow so uh are talk you said how uh, you first picked up uh, violin when you were like very young mm. um what did your family think about it? Did you have any siblings?
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm the eldest of three. Uh, my brothers are both younger than me. And I look, I like to think that I influenced them because I played violin and then my second brother played cello. And my youngest <coughs> brother thought he was the coolest and he played double bass and then bass guitar from there. So I. Uh, they were quite supportive. My dad uh, thought it was a bit weird at the start. My father's um, been a mechanic for, for 35 years and, and uh, moved in the uh, truck industry. So he didn't actually get the opportunity to play an instrument uh, when he was younger. So he was really grateful that, um, that we actually wanted to do something like music and, and to provide that opportunity uh, for us.
2: Uh, you mentioned your younger siblings. How how much younger are your siblings than you? If you're the
1: no worries. So my brother Stewie, uh, Stuart, he right. is uh, two years younger than me, and he still plays the trumpet. Um, he's in Queensland in the Air Force now, mm. but he's still playing a bit of music. And Ewan is uh, twin. He's five years younger than me, so I have to think uh, he's 22 at the moment, turning 23 in a couple of months. Um, and he doesn't play as much. Uh, Anymore, but he used to play quite a lot of bass guitar.
2: So it's not it's not that massive of an age gap. No, no, considered. no, So and you, I remember you mentioned a um, not too long ago in class about your brother in the air force and how you obviously you have like multiple degrees. You're like within music and also as a teacher. Do you hmm. feel like I was wondering out of curiosity, is there like a spark of sibling rivalry amongst you guys?
1: <laughs> Most <laughs> definitely not. My brother likes to tell me every oh, every other week that. His ATAR was 0.4 higher than me, um, and he does bring that up occasionally. But uh, but as a general rule, there's no sibling rivalry. Or my my siblings have a degree; they have one. I like to tell them I have more than one quite often. But but no, we, we all get along very well.
2: And um, with the, the 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 musical aspect of things, so mm. with the degree in music, you're aware we aware of we're aware of that. Uh, you mentioned how you got into violin what three Mm. that's like pretty young to gain consciousness and also decide that you want to play an instrument um thank you because i don't think i don't remember i don't remember remember (laughs) gaining consciousness like 14 so um (laughs) with that so obviously you discovered it very young what I mean, sorry, who, did, did anything or anyone in particular inspire you to want to pick up violin at the age of three?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I actually used to go to church a fair bit um, and we had people at the church that uh, played violin and I picked, uh, I picked it up from there um, and I thought that was very, very cool. Um that, you know, that they were playing and and they were a fair bit older than me, sort of um, 15-, 16-year-old people playing violin. Uh, So, yeah, I definitely picked up the interest from there and thought it was really cool from there.
0: Uh, You also mentioned that you sing as well. Mm. Um, So, like, what inspired you to pursue Korean singing?
1: So I started singing – outside in the backyard uh, when I was about five I think and I was very out of tune um, and I used to sing very early in the morning and my parents used to say can you stop doing that um, and and from there um, that developed into something that you know how they say that you you, know, you you need 10,000 hours practice to be good at something or to be an expert in something. I genuinely believe, and, and this may be completely wrong, but I genuinely believe because I sang so much, I got better at it and uh, and a part of me I think that's why I encourage you guys to practice so much um, and do so much playing is is because I think I got better at it by just doing it. Um, so I started, yeah, when I was about five and, and then I realised by about ten that I could actually do it in tune and other people said I could do it in tune so that was validating. And then we moved on from there uh, to be able to, you know, sing a fair bit and then um, the career choice was actually uh, based from school, uh, year 10 onwards, um, I had a couple of teachers that said "You, I reckon you could do this and, and give it a good go um, and they talked to me about uh, I had a teacher in year 10 um, a singing teacher Hartley Newnham um, it'd be amazing if he was uh, listening to this right now to be honest uh, but he uh, he inspired me so much and he talked to me a lot about opera um, I hadn't I hadn't been to an opera myself I hadn't you know I hadn't heard mm, I knew about the genre but I thought it was just you know uh, bigger ladies wearing like uh, hats that were pointy <laughs> um, you know and and that, and I didn't know what what it was um, and he explained to me a lot about the music and and that really um threw me into uh singing um as a potential career
0: well, so um how did music actually uh, affect your outlook on life like did it change any beliefs that you previously had or like
1: yeah I think I think when I knew that it um when I knew that music was a possible career choice I definitely think that gave me a lot of a purpose i know that when i like um, other people today have talked about their experiences at school i think when i was at school i was almost known for the singing like i was sort of um the chick that sings opera and that that was you know it was maybe that's a great uh, thing to thing to uh, have i don't know but um but you know that sort of made spurred me on um to be able to, you know, have a, a little bit of a purpose in, in what I wanted to do, because um, I always I always get, was going to be a teacher or a lawyer. I, I realized I couldn't lie very early on, so I couldn't be a lawyer. <laughs> but then I, um, I you know, always thought I'd be a teacher like my mum, and you know, music was thrown into uh, my life as I said in year ten um, a little bit more as a career, and it really um, solidified my purpose.
0: Well. Um- you said that you were known as uh, like the kid who sang El Papa, right? <laughs> uh did like anyone important to you try to discourage your interest or were you that passionate?
1: Um Actually, now you mentioned it, um, there are quite a few people in uh, in my family and and outer um, reaches who definitely said, yeah, you're not going to make much money out of it." And I think that that happens with all artistic pursuits, and and a lot of what's your backup plan. And I think um, I think that happens to everyone that that tries to pursue anything artistic that you know they always get the money talk and and things like that so i think i think that does um happen and it certainly did happen to me from a few people
2: um so obviously you mentioned the not being deterred or the the concern from outside perspectives and it seems from what you've said you know obviously Picking it up at three, mm. wanting to sing at five, pursuing mm-hmm. it, and feeling like you got somewhere at ten. Uh, it seems from what you said, you 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 were you still are a character who's uh, someone who is quite ambitious and someone who is quite mm. determined. Or, or you have that that resilience aspect to you, and it's quite admirable. But the the thing with that is, like, do you feel that obviously you kept going and look at where you are now? But do you feel Aside from what other people would have said about you from, you know, being told to shut up in the morning in the backyard <laughs> and stuff to being to facing concerns with the finance behind your career yeah. choices, do you feel you ever doubted yourself on what you were doing?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think everyone um, everyone does. I, I remember the distinct point when I stopped um, wanting to uh, – do singing as a career, and and it happened while I was in the peak of doing it as a career. I think you know, and uh, that was when I was um, that was when I was uh, singing on stage a fair bit. I think that um, there's there's always that doubt of you know is this who I am and is this who I, what I really want to do um, in anyone's career, and I think um, I think it definitely happened to me. Yeah,
0: also like. What sort of events or like opportunities did you attend or like mm. were experienced? So, as like a singer?
1: opportunities at school or performance uh, things? Like as performance yeah, things? Yeah, so as a performer, so I started off. Um, about 15. I was about 15. I was still in, at school and I used to do a lot of community things. So I'd go out um, and, you know, get invited to events. I, I did have someone in my youth choir who was um, quite keen on on getting me to sing at things, which was great um, to have that support. And um, I got to sing at Um, Yeah, quite a number of community based events. Um, So you're talking like fun runs and you're talking Christmas things, Rotary events, all of that stuff. Um, And from there, I. I got, um, you know, some contacts and, and people said, Oh, can you come and sing it? You know, my wedding, can you come and sing it? Um, you know, this function that we're running, uh, we're doing a charity function in a few months. Can you sing at that? Um, and from there, that sort of, uh, particularly in Geelong, um, which is where I'm from and, you know, a very close, uh, close community of, of like-minded people and, you know, uh, people invited me to sing at those sort of things. And that led on to, um, you know, productions and, and music. Musicals and then uh, a few operas as well. After that, yeah.
2: Do you feel that the opportunities that you had when you were younger, or mm. like the things where you know you do one thing and then suddenly you, you're not, not necessarily your name is out there, but people yeah, yeah. have the recognition for you? Do you think those opportunities, how important would you say those opportunities are to encourage you or just people in general? The idea of it, the idea of pursuing opportunity, how important do you feel that is for people with you know when they when they doubt themselves or when when they feel they're struggling with this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think there's um there's two aspects of success and I think one comes from opportunity and one is ambition. Um there is, you know, an aspect to you and and and, and when I was doing things that I wanted to seeing and I wanted to do well, but I was also given the opportunities. Um there were people that backed me um, and were in my team to, you know, lead me to those places and I think um, and those people came from school and, and outside and I think having those opportunities definitely um, assisted me to get further performance things and and
0: to – Really advance my career from there. So uh, we're talking a lot about uh, your singing career, but now you're a teacher, <laughs> and uh, you also talked about how your mother was also a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Um, so still is actually. <laughs> wow. So uh, what led on this uh, change in career?
1: Yeah. So I noticed, um, you know, when I was doing my honors year, and I was singing a lot, and I was playing violin in in pit orchestras um, for musicals and things like that. Um, I came to a point of realisation that I did not enjoy just uh, sitting in a room and practising on my own. I needed to talk to people and I also needed to have something that was going to fulfil me. Um, And, yeah, that happened quite, quite quickly Um, the, the change, um, and I was given, you know, an opportunity to do my master's, um, and, you know, and to go into teaching from there. And that opportunity came, yeah, as I said, the, the decision had to be made quite quickly. Um, and it was, and I have never looked back.
2: Uh, sorry. With Layla mentioning, obviously the transition from talking about Mm -hmm. your singing to, to teaching now, do you feel, um, that. How, 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 how do you feel about the um music facilities available here at VUSC?
1: I am stoked with the new uh, campus I could not be happier with the um, new campus I think um, I think buildings don't make a school I think teachers and students do um, and I really believe that you, um, you know, and I try to embody the opportunities. Again, going back to that word that I had um, at school, and that other people gave me, and I try to give that to you guys. So I don't think I think facilities are one thing, and and that's great, but I think opportunity, um, you know, really plays a part um, in schools, um, and the teachers um, and the students pursuing those opportunities. Um, so I'm really stoked, you know, with the fact that we could go to Top Act last week. I'm really stoked with the fact that we can do this sort of thing. Um, I think that there, and I really love the ensembles that we've created in the music uh, program, I think that there are brilliant facilities in the opportunities that um, students are given.
0: Um, so, like, what do you enjoy about teaching?
1: What do I enjoy about teaching? Uh, so I really love the fact that every day is so different. I do not walk into any day and know exactly what's going to happen. I think that, um, every day, yeah, as I said, every day is different. I love connecting with the students. I love the, you know, the fact that we can have that, um, bond and the fact that we can have a bit of banter and and things like that. I like, um teaching the content that I teach, I enjoy the fact that I do get to share the passion that I have for music and in particular music theory and the nerdy aspects of music and, um, you know, really give that to you guys. Oh, well,
0: that's all we have for today. Thank you. I'll get up. Oh, thank you. To our guest, uh, Miranda. <laughs> it's been a great pleasure talking to you. today. you, too. Um, live from Victoria Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia, you have been listening to VOC Live on Brimbank Live. My name is Layla, and my co hosts today were Christian and Nigel. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you found the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day. live from Victoria University Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to VUSC Live on Rimac Live.